Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Hey, ladies, welcome into the um, once again half painted wall studio that is just in shambles again. We're just in a chronic state of renovation. It you know? is a cycle that unfortunately we can't seem to break and we're really trying. But, you know, after looking at my Kiehl's job that I did, y'all, I think I went a little thick in the middle of it because I didn't realize, you know, it's not really supposed to be a primer. Um, but I'm done with peel and stick wallpaper. If you're thinking about doing it, don't do not heed our warning. Don't do it because you will regret it. And I think we're both super high. Yeah. Like we've got the window open. It's kind of muggy as shit. So I'm sweating a little bit and my deodorant is not working efficiently. I used like some scrap deo because <sighs> I'm out of my good, Lumi. I'm out. Should I use your Lumi? I'm out. I need more. So I use my leftover crap and it's just, I think maybe old, not working. It ain't it. Ain't it. That's what you get for not Lumian. I know. Them pits, girl. Should have ordered more before I ran out. Well. Damn. It's all right. You can, but I do have a code for you. Oh, you Famous? Do? No way. Pretty sure that's it, so. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, Ran errands this morning. Busy, busy. We've got a wedding in Wilmington this weekend. Mm. The wedding starts at noon and it goes till 9 p.m. Man, are they Catholic or Greek Uh, or like who does that? I guess they were supposed to leave for their honeymoon like last night or at night, tomorrow night. And then those plans change. So they're like, oh, so we just extended the party. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. So they like on purpose planned the wedding at 12 to begin with and then book their honey. Like everybody knows that you don't book your honeymoon flight or anything, honestly, until a day later. Like you, you rest the next day. I just, and then it's yeah, the I was just going to say, I wouldn't even want to. And I'm thinking like mm-hmm. so many of the guests are from out of town. Like, are you not having like a brunch for everybody that no, travels? They're, they're hitting the planes. Right. I'm like, okay. Imagine piecing out of, well, our, mm. They wouldn't have let me on the plane had I done that after our reception. <laughs> like, we went pretty hard, but also, you wouldn't want to do that. Cut out of your reception no. and go to the airport. Okay, girl. So chaotic. Anyways, but uh, we, are be not, fun. we are not staying the whole time because I can tell you that right now. That's a we're, full work day. Yeah, and we're not even staying overnight. We're driving out and we're driving back. That's why I rented a minivan because <laughs> there's seven of us. We're, ca- we're carpooling. I love that. Yeah, we're like, you know what? Let's just make it a make That's it a fun. day trip. Drive out. Booge is going to come watch the dogs. I've had good times in minivans. When when you call an Uber and it rolls up in a minivan, the it's always a Chrysler. Um, always square Pacifica. No, Isn't that's that the SUV. Uh-uh. It's oh. the Chrysler. Um, why can't I think of it right now? It's always that one. Double doors. I don't know any When they guys. pull up, they hit that button. You know, it's going down <laughs> forever. Actually, I always, in true every single time repetitive fashion, I put, they see me rolling. They, they hate it. it. 
every time because you are riding so dirty in the minivan and it's always so fun. Classic. Never <gasps> had a bad night when it started in a minivan. I wonder if, I bet I could find it. It's got to be in a box in my closet. My carpool karaoke microphone. Yes. Mm. Man, I, ride I really exciting. I had mine in here for a while, but I always had issues with that thing too. That was not like the most convenient, but it was oh, fun. Mine was always fine, but yeah, I don't, I just don't. You gotta find it. I don't know as I've unpacked it in the move. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have not done anything with the Christmas decor. It is still sitting at the top of my stairs. So at this point, um, we are decorating. Yeah, well, I've seen so many people that that have put up their Christmas trees. Literally, my personal friends in my real life are putting Christmas trees up. And I messaged all of them yesterday when I saw it on their stories. I was like, what are you doing? And one of them, I was like, no and she's like honestly fair but it's not i'm holding out till at least after halloween once halloween yeah. happens it's fair game but i'm like at this point november's it easier pill it to swallow than september when you were originally mentioning this or like <laughs> it yeah after halloween it's less of like a a knee like a jump scare yeah i did go to hoobie luby this morning though what they have well, they're probably sold out so well listen here i don't want to like give all, all the secrets, but it's obviously not a secret anymore because I can't find it anywhere. But Hobby Lobby mm-hmm. has a Christmas wreath that is a, f- or not wreath, garland. Okay. That's six foot, full, uh, faux cedar, Ooh. 10 inches. This baby's thick and heavy and it's a hundred dollars, but it's 50% off because everything on ho- at Hobby Lobby holiday is 15, 50% off. I can't find this garland anywhere. Well, no, duh. Everybody bought it. It's on sale. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, they got tons of other garland, just not this one. Mm-hmm. Is it like a viral one on TikTok or something? Well, yeah, because that's how I saw it. See, I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, how I, I like, how am I the last to know? So it's already sold out. But I That's did. the problem with some stuff going viral. Some, thing, some stuff I don't want to be viral because then you can't get it. Right. So you have to be really careful about what you share. Like, listen, I do gatekeep stuff. I know we're not supposed to do that. Spoiler alert, I'm a gatekeeper because there are selfishly or some things that unless you're my client or a close friend, I don't put it out there because next thing you know, some Joe Schmo with like 500,000 people happens to see it, right. blast it all over, and then it's gone and I can't get it. Absolutely not. Am I taking one for the team like that? Yes. I'm sorry about it. So I was also at a Hobby Lobby yesterday trying to find it. And then, so I'm walking through, of course, there's two pegs empty in all the garland. I said, guaranteed it was hanging there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, just doing a lap, right? They store all their extra stuff at the top of the shelf. So Maybe just, someone changed their mind too. They grabbed it and didn't put it back. I'm just doing a lap. I looked through the garlands in the floral section, thinking maybe somebody swapped it out. You know, I'm thinking, well, then I see all these garlands hanging above um, in the fabric section. Okay. They're hanging way up high, like extra storage, you know, they oh, just have yeah. that on the floor. Uh-huh. And sure as shit, I see a faux cedar garland, a whole bunch of them. And I'm like, excuse me. I said, I'm going to need some help. She could not have been more rude. She was oh. so aggravated. A Hobby Lobby, no way. At Hoobie Looby. So I was like, hey, can you, I said, can you call somebody with a ladder? I said, there's a garland up there that isn't stocked in the uh, holiday section. Yeah. And I would like to get it down. Yeah. She goes, did you look everywhere? I said, well, I'm looking here. <laughs> I said, yes, I did. I said, I looked all over. She goes, yeah, but did you look in the holiday section? 
I was like, you condescending bitch. I'm going to fuck your shit up right here in the middle of Hobby Lobby fabric department. You should have been like, well, obviously looking for overstock is not the first place I went, sis. Like, yes. I was like, I wasn't just meandering past your fabric rolls and ribbon and happened to look up at the garland. Let me bypass the holiday section because there might be some in the overstock section because I want to make everything harder. Like, lady, sit down. And so she, of course, takes her dear sweet time. It was a solid 90 seconds before she moseyed on over to the phone and was like, code, blah, 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 in fabric. I said, I know that's code for needy bitch. I was pissed. Anyways. You got it. It took them 15 minutes to get somebody over there with the ladder. So he, he gets on the ladder and I said, I need two of those. I'm thinking it's, I hit the jackpot, right? I didn't. It's the smaller version. It's mm. the $60 version. Can you put two together? Yeah. It's really not that much smaller than the original mm-hmm. one. It's just like not as thick, but it's still perfectly fine. I said, you know what? I'm taking two of these anyways. And I said, hey, these aren't in the section with the holiday garlands. If you want, you can hand the rest down to me. He goes, nah. And he just gets off the ladder and moves it. I was like, okay. So then I'm going to go in there tomorrow and ask for it. What <laughs> yeah. was his name? I don't know Jim what and Mary. his name was. Jim and Mary Bear. Go, All to, right, girl. go to the fabric section at the uh, West Cary one. You know, there's nothing like making your life harder when it doesn't need to be. Like, why not just go ahead and get it down? Probably because it wasn't his job. I'm a firm believer yeah. of that. It probably wasn't his job. But guess what? It became his job. Yeah, and when here I am offering. Have... I'll take them for you. Like, hand them down to me. Right. I'm not even going to clock in, but I do need to use your restroom. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. but I'm like, how crazy is it that we're already, like, selling out of Christmas stuff and the Walmart other- has it out too. I went there today and they have all their Christmas stuff out. Like they were putting it out actively. So actually I was very appreciative, but hardcore everything, literally everything. I was like, Excuse dang me. I was just sipping my cocktail. Spencer made us a cocktail with, so it is, um, Malibu rum chata. Okay. Lime juice. Okay. And then you shake it up with ice and then you fill the glass with club soda. Oh, nice. Yeah, very easy. It's good. Um, I'm not a sweet, sweet drinker. I'm, I'm really pacing myself. Had this been champagne, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to talk. Honestly, I would have sucked it down. It's very good. It reminds me a little bit of a pina colada with a little limey twist. And it's, I love a lime. I just, you know, wanted nice. a little afternoon refresher. And yeah. This, I had this. And it's it good. Was good. I'm not mad. If you want to show up ever to my house, um... If you ever want to show up to my house with um, a cocktail, I'm I'm down. I'm usually down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Southern Charm. Have you been watching Southern Charm? Yes. Did you watch last night? No. Oh my god, it's falling. You guys, I'm so sad. It was really good. It was a good one. It was a tearjerker, and it was multifaceted. And I was talking to a client. I told you about this client a couple months ago who was siding with Raquel Rachel. Remember, she felt bad for her. And my client's like, real okay. cool, we speak Bravo together, you know. And I was like, no way. Like, in the whole scan of all of it all, you're taking Ra- Raquel's side, Rachel's side. And so we were talking about Southern Charm on Monday, and I hadn't watched last Thursdays because I was okay. at the wedding, you know. So I, um, I ended up watching that one Wednesday night, and me and my client were talking about it on Monday, and she was like, I don't know. I just feel so bad for Taylor. Like, I, I was like, uh-uh. 
No, Taylor is making her bed. She's Why? like, she was like, Would you she need to feel watch bad for Taylor. I don't know. She's like, you need to watch last Thursdays. I did not feel bad for Taylor. Taylor is doing what she's doing. And then you're, you're going to watch this week's one. And then there was one five seconds. Yeah. There's a gnat in here. Cause I have the window open y'all. We don't have screens in my windows in the freaking net, but, um, but Taylor for a minute, when you watch how something plays out, you do kind of feel like, okay, we're all young and dumb. We make mistakes. She's not that young. People are talking about her. Like she's 21. She's not what, what, 26. Right. Mm, Is she? I don't know. I think she she's, ain't a grown 30, ass, she? she's a grown ass woman. She is. But I'm saying when I was 26, I was not making the same mistakes that I would make at 35 or like 30. I feel like I did a lot of growing up. I don't know. But mm-mm, she unredeems her. She didn't even redeem herself. Don't get it twisted. I felt a moment like I saw this situation. <laughs> I sat there in that um, in her eyes. There's a moment that you can tell like she is a good friend or trying to be a good friend, trying to be there for her friend quickly diminishes. I for just who, Olivia? Yeah, I can't get behind her and the things that are 49 year ta- Marjorie Taylor Green is not. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm like the hold hang hang Wrong tight. One. She's 27. She's 27. Okay. Man, speaking of stinky pits. Sorry. Well, I don't know if you're at that point in the episode yet, but just pump the brakes for a second. We've talked about them before, and we love Lumi. We've talked about them multiple times. We've had to use them because we be sweating up in here, y'all. And it's and not just in our pits. And not just in our pits. So they've got whole body deodorant, which is the first of its kind. You and I were just talking about deodorants and a stick versus a cream, like all the things. And this is the first of its kind. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Pits under boobs, which Spencer needs. Thigh folds, belly buttons, (laughs) butt cracks. Wow. No, no, no. I was seeing the pits. Don't even. Pits under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. Okay. That is somebody, that is something for everybody. But let me tell you, it is my big titty gals. There it's is, it. it is no joke. You know that under titty sweat stank. Mm-mm, and not you with know what? My boobs are starting to sit right on my my stomach too. So there like, you let's go. be real. Even let's be real. Our little titties. <laughs> <laughs> and it was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. So it's clinic. <laughs> clinically proven <laughs> to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. How? How? How Unlike not? some deodorants, try to mask odor with a fragrance. Lumi is formulated and powered by mendelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like pre-odorant. Yep. And let me tell you, that ish works. Yes. It's aluminum free, baking soda free, and paraben free, pH balance, and for safe use below the belt. So there's a lot of like hormonal. I was watching something um, that I saw about from her, and she was saying like there's so many hormonal changes that your body goes through that impacts the way you smell. Oh, yeah. And smells don't just come from your underarms. So no. to have like a full body deodorant that is safe is. Like very cool. You People know? are very aware of that kind of stuff right now too. I mean, it's it's huge. People want to know what they're putting in their bodies or on their bodies. Also, like think about this. I was thinking this is like I was thinking about like if you were dating, 
like that awkward moment, like where you were like going home with somebody for the first time. And it's like, if you were out doing activities and then you're like going to go home, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. have like special moments. Yeah. Like you want to feel fresh. Like otherwise you're like lady, but, and it's like, okay, well you're not having to worry about that if you're using a full body deodorant, you know? Yeah. So Lumi's starter pack is the perfect way. If you want to try, um, their products for new customers, it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, which is my personal favorite. And then you get two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or the deodorant wipes, which are clutch um and you can keep those in your clutch for exactly what you were just saying yeah little little pick me up quick fresh up and you get free shipping as a special offer for listeners new customers get five dollars off a lumi starter pack with code famous at lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code famous no, but she's a grown I think woman. she's she wants clout. She's trying to get famous and she's doing a good job, but you're not getting famous. She at first was like kind of the the sweet one that was coming on the scene that was good for Shep and people felt bad for her. And she's wrecking her reputation. And next I'm sorry, week's show anybody mm. who anybody who could put a redemption spin on, on Shep, Shep. Right. No. Like us feeling bad for Shep. And then Last week's was the one. Okay, spoiler alert. Stop listening now if you haven't watched. Yeah, you got five seconds Cause to I, fast forward. Yeah, because I don't remember. Um, but when Taylor saw um, little Craig, you know, and, and Shep was like crying. Yes. I do feel like, and I don't remember if I said this on the show or if I said it to a client because I've been talking to clients about it. I do feel like Shep this season more than ever has showed a lot of emotion. Like we know he's not emotionless. And I feel like Taylor... You knew what you were getting. He flat out told you, I don't want to be married. I don't want kids. I'm not going to settle down. I can't keep in my pants. I like women, period. Stop trying to change them. He's told right. you that, you know, and I understand everybody's trying to be a savior for a minute. And maybe you're like, okay, cool. But when he tells you that over and over, you have to take his word for face value. He told you. Well, and that's just it. Like people, like all you can ask from somebody is that they're forthcoming Honest, with you. Honesty. You cannot be mad at somebody doing what mm-hmm. they do. When being they, who they are and who they're telling you they're going to be. Correct. You, he, you knew exactly who he was. He was transparent with you that this was his history. Mm-hmm. These were his patterns. Yep. He didn't know if he'd ever want to get married. He didn't know if he'd want to be in one relationship with one woman forever. Like right. you made the choice yep. with that information. That's right. Ultimately it's her fault. And like, she, I guess thought she was going to come in and change him. And right. I think we all try to do that to somebody at least one time in our life. Sure. Everybody's got to learn the hard way. Yes. But also like she just kept on and on about it. It's like, sis, like, no, he's told you. And then she just drug him through the mud. And that's where I'm like, I'm off the ride. Like you were done here because you're trying so hard to drag him and do this smear campaign about everything. And here you are shady AF and it's coming. It's all coming out. And even the, the nudes to Whitney and the lies that are about to come out. No, Robbie goes, he was cooking dinner while I was watching the last episode. He was like, who the fuck would find Whitney attractive and send him nude photos? I was like, I I don't get it. Or Austin, like Austin is literally not cute. And I've always said that. You've always said that. I think Austin is attractive. Ew. But also like, I know what I know about Austin. That makes him completely unattractive. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. How you're trading one playboy for another did you miss the video of uh 
his ex-girlfriend walking in on him with another girl because right. that happened very publicly. Also, if he's cheating on Madison, he's going to cheat on you. So it's like, uh, sorry. Correct. It is what it is. But here's the thing. Like, and I said it during the reunion, she was so over the top. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, oh, yeah. I was like, it put such a bad taste in my mouth for her. And I, she was way and too I much. wasn't buying it. Mm-mm. And now we know, I think she was fighting this guilt of knowing that she was she deflecting, was, trying yes. to justify what she was doing or in the process of basically she doing. She probably felt bad about what she had done yep. and in some way in her twisted mind mm-hmm. blamed Shep for being responsible for her choices. Well, she had to make him worse. You know, what he did is no worse than what she's doing. Yeah. And so at least Shep didn't do it to her friend. It wasn't like he went to one of her friends and did it. And so it's like... She's trying to like overly justify what she was doing to deflect from what she knows good and well she was in the wrong for and trying to make herself out to be like, well, he did something worse. He's doing it worse. No. Also, call me crazy, but like a one time fling, like a hookup with somebody Mm -hmm. random where there's no like background or connection there is so much work. I mean, so much better than exploring something with someone like personal, like intimate, yeah. like a personal relationship with that person. Yeah. It's night and day. Well, so, people keep saying like, well, Austin and Olivia weren't really, it, it has nothing to do with Austin. And, and, and Olivia says it multiple no. times, nothing to do with Austin. She won't even into him like that. And they were trying to work it out. And that was a little messy because he came to her and wanted to work it out. And in the meantime, it's coming out that that was probably right. the overlap of that conversation with Olivia. Also, I mean, uh, Taylor, who has not been in a situation ship where you might not right. be like a committed we're working towards marriage relationship mm-hmm. but you are in a relationship and you right. are like everyone has had a situationship even that doesn't make it but it doesn't even so have to be that serious cheating. well yeah and it doesn't even have to be like like with olivia and austin like they didn't need to be serious olivia's problem is what you did to her you're my friend right and that's what she lays out there like i don't care about austin and me and austin or you and austin it's you lying to me yeah you broke girl code and that is the problem and that's why it's unfortunate to watch because despite olivia trying to overcome olivia has grown on me i didn't hate her before obviously i, I felt she was very blah and she's she's very i felt the same she gave nothing to the show before. right but now you can kind of see her character it's starting to play out and her morals and she's learning i think um how to be on tv and how to be on a reality show and what they need and given enough and you know yeah. whatever and you can see like she is a good person and she's trying really hard to like she also not lost, ruin the friendship like, lost her brother earlier this year too and well, I'm that's sure the that... episode you're about to watch oh, okay and you see it happen you're seeing what's um... going on and so despite her being in a hard time she's Mm. allowed taylor to come back and kind of you'll see the situation and it's like she's trying really hard but then at the end of the show i'll just tell you she's like taylor's making it really hard for me to be her friend because other things are coming out about taylor so that's what i'm saying Mm. you know there was a moment when all that's like it's playing out and you're like wow you know that was really sweet and olivia and taylor have something very special because i think we all have friends that like kind of stab us in the back right we can look past something and we move on especially if it was a deep friendship and you have a connection but if you're going to continuously do something and i'm allowing you back in and, and and things keep coming up and you're not being forthcoming 
we're done. Like there's not right. much we can do. Like past if you that. lay it all out for me, like especially she lied once, right? Olivia still gave her the opportunity to come clean. Mm-hmm. So, okay. She thinks that she's come clean and that they're going to be able to move past it with a clean slate. Right. She's like, okay, I can forgive this. And then, yeah, it's the repeated finding out that, okay, you're still not being honest. Like that's so shitty. It is. And in all of it, the, the whole thing. Yeah. So anyway, I love this season. I'm glad that we have this season because I said it a couple years ago, they needed a younger cast. And I really love that the older cast, you know, Craig, Madison, I love the light. I, I love where they're at. I just, in Shep even, they're being a little bit more mature and they're kind of like, they're not trying to be in the drama. You know, they might kick it up a little bit. They know what's up. Right. They know how to get this thing going. But also like homemaker Madison, here for it. Shep has, I, I listen, Shep is a dirty, dirty boy. I will but at always the same have time, a soft place I love for him. Sh- I don't same. know why. And I've said that over and over. I mm-hmm. love Shep. Do I love how he is? No, but I wouldn't date Shep. But I think friend Shep is like, oh, what a great friend Shep. <laughs> but like, I He's used to always love his fun. relationship with Cameron. Yes. Like, and they still have a very special relationship. Yes. Like, I loved watching their relationship. Yeah. And I think that is probably why... I've always felt this like he's loyal to his friends towards him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is I think like, but, you, friend, but we would never date him to be in a situation to have to be mad. No. Like you're, he's a fun friend. We all want that fun friend. Is he a dirty dog? Yeah. He'd but be like, a, who he'd cares? be a friend with benefits at most. Well, like a hookup buddy. No, but even cause then, that friends with benefits Jeremy. might make your cooter fall off or something. <laughs> but, um, but like he's, he's not a bad friend. He's just not a good significant other let's be real and then I like Craig like Craig is is doing his thing he's but Paige has got to go I done told y'all for the past two years Paige has got to go I'm over her I didn't like her with him before she used him she is using him she treats him like shit and I hope him watching back makes him realize how it makes him look she is too much for me I think he kind of likes it Think about his friendship with Shep. Shep always treated him like shit. No, I think Craig loves love and he puts up with a lot because he is a softy. He's sentimental. He's a great friend. I loved the way he handled Taylor at Madison's party. It was yes. like I told him to not do that. That's why he didn't sleep with that girl, whatever. Right. But, and she's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, Shep is my friend. That's my best right. friend. So like he's a good person and he really does try to do the right thing and I firmly believe it. But I think he loves love and he's in a little over his head with her and he really likes her and she treats him just crappy. I don't like it. I just like, where are you going to end up? Like, really, like, where? what's the end game with this right. relationship? Because she's so very clearly doesn't want to leave Cannot New York. Not be bothered with Charleston. And, and becomes unhinged at the idea of it, of leaving her mommy in her New York. Her mom said like, she'll go. Like she's five years old. Right. I'm Crop. like, no, no. I'm like, you grow up. Having this her is- own room at, at Craig's, that doesn't really bother me as much. But like the way that she's acting like she's got to have, you're there for four days. You need space from your boyfriend when you're visiting him for four days. You right. need your own room and like, uh, I don't, she thinks she's such a cool girl. She's such a pick me. She thinks she's so cool and like badass. And I'm like, no, you're a bitch. Cause you, you sure love the old hot tub in summer house, but you don't like a hot tub at your man's house. And he's like, that's my, that's our hot tub. Yeah. I don't like hot tubs. I don't like hot tubs. And she needs to do her makeup different. That's what I'm gonna say. Cause the lighting was not on her side in this last episode at Shep's friend's house. 
Oh, I'll have to. I'll mm-hmm. have to look. See, I think Paige is beautiful. I like Paige's style, but it's not a. Oh, but somebody she, needs to tell her she is not the fashionista that she thinks she is. The ugly. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> she is. She is not. She thinks she's New York high fashion. She is not. Well, that's just it. It's like she makes the like the fact that she wears all black a personality trait and like. Uh, you know these beige Bettys and Charles. Literally all, beige page that that kills me more than like, anything. Her, call, her beige sis, you are the most um, monochromatic person. Like she thinks she's so fashion. She's literally. And this not. is coming from somebody who like has a closet full of black. Like I but also wear a color every now and again, but I don't make it a personality trait. No. I just only wear black. I wear black. That's mm-hmm. just what I do. Yeah, it, I've. It's not a personality trait, though. Right. You know, she, it's like every season she brings it up multiple times. Um, Southern Charm. But that's and I'm because like, she's oh insecure God, of the people there. And she's no doubt. And she's insecure against Madison. Like, Madison's got this, like, Madison's in her era. She is confident. She's in a good relationship. She is secure in her relationship. Yeah. She feels great about herself. Her kid, like she has got, this is like the best I've ever seen her and she's fun. She's, she's always been funny. She's not being portrayed in a, in a different light. She is living her, she's in it right now. This is the best version that they've ever showed her yes. on the show. And it's good. Cause you can tell she's very secure. Whereas Paige is insecure. So she's got to make sure she's cutting down Charleston and cutting down the girls in Charleston. Ugh can't be bothered and I want my my furniture black in Charleston and ugh, black doors I'm like, no like what are you doing like she oh my god I can't with her it was funny actually Good. she was um I saw a clip I don't know if she was maybe doing like a get ready with me or an Amazon thing I'm not sure what she was doing but someone asked her like how did you feel about Taylor accusing you of cheating on Craig mm-hmm. and she goes um she's like I didn't really pay it much mind she was like because Here's the thing. She's like, I'm really mean to all men. I'm really mean to even my boyfriend. So why would yeah. a man want to try and hit on me when I'm just going to be mean to him? Like it was, but, it, and it honestly was actually very Touché, funny. yeah. And it was like, okay. Fair enough. She's very honest and self-aware. Yeah. She is mean. Yeah. She is mean to men, including Craig. <laughs> Got yeah, it. She is. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's funny sometimes if you like rag on each other a little bit, but I don't know. I think she just takes it far. And then like, just, I don't know. I think she's in it for the the Bravo Liberty couple, it couple fame. Like, Maybe. I just don't see it. I just like his businesses know. are in Charleston. Your business is online. Like, let's be honest. You're you are have, your business. Yeah. And if you can't pick up and move, then that says everything about your shitty business. Right. Like, I just, let's let's just grow up. If you want this, he clearly wants this relationship to move to the next step. She redecorated his whole house and he redid all of that and let, yeah. let her do whatever. He would do anything for her. And yeah. I think that also means he would walk away from his established businesses in Charleston and move to New York. I really do think that. I don't, I was, so I was talking to one of my clients about that and I, you know, I think I th- that would be dumb, but I think yeah, he would I think do it'd be it. dumb. I I really don't think he would do it. I think he would. I think he's going to be devastated when something happens. But I don't think he would leave only mm. because everything is there. That's what he's what he knows. That's where he's the most comfortable. I think he knows he'd be miserable. I think it would be stupid as a business owner. And I do and too. The but face again, of your brand, but loves love. Um, okay. Yeah. Speaking of love, did you, uh, have you watched any of love is blind? No, you are killing me. I know the Sorry. season's already done. I know it's 
crazy. It is crazy. Okay. Well, then I'm going to give you like uh, a couple notes okay. here just about the season in general. Maybe tonight I'll watch Maybe it. Maybe pique your interest. Okay. Okay. So this season. Oh, my interest is peaked. I just. Well, do you know all the shit that's gone on behind the scenes? This has been the most dramatic season and none of it was actually shown on the show. I only know somebody got engaged afterwards or something. Is that part of it or no? No. So on the show, there were five couples that got engaged. Mm -hmm. Okay. But on the show, you only see three of them. And out of those three, only two actually make it to the altar. Okay. So one of the couples that got engaged, they, um, they broke up and she's suing, um, the production of the show, the producers, literally everybody the network netflix everybody um well she's alleging that she was sexually assaulted by her fiance and multiple times and that producers gaslit her into thinking that dang it wasn't what it was and all the oh yeah this is the second time though something like that's happened with the production remember um shane's um there was something producer wise with that one too with shane i think it was shane's season that they were saying, um, what was the drama with that? There was something around that too that they were um, shady about it. The producers. This is not the first time that they've drugged the production company. Mental health. Remember, somebody oh, was well, like, "That's d- saying they were like that was Nick and um, I can't remember her name. She was having like the panic attack in the room. And they wouldn't let him in, and they were saying that they. He was the one that was saying they essentially got paid like seven dollars an hour to be on the show, mm-hmm. and that they were like help. I just remember their yeah. I just remember their production. Anyways, they're they're gonna have to cancel the show because these people are going on it just to get famous, and they're gonna do whatever they want. Well, to get so famous. I'm convinced that they rushed through this season to just get it done because oh. it they recorded it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Which is really long time. Like yeah. the other ones were recorded like about a year because by the time the reunion came, they had been married for a year. The people that had said, yeah, yes. I remember the um, this the time, COVID ones. Like yes, that, yeah. this time it's been two years. Right. So the there's one one couple that gets married, and they and they're still married, and okay. they just put up a post that it's been two years. So it's been a long time. So hold on. I was just looking up the lawsuit. So it says Love is Blind season five contestant Tran Dang is suing the Netflix show's production team, Kinetic Content and Delirium TV for sexual assault, false imprisonment and negligence. Dang claims she was sexually assaulted by her former fiance Thomas Smith during the filming of the show's latest season in Mexico on or around uh, May 3rd, 2022. The pair got engaged during the show, but have not been featured in the episodes. In the lawsuit, Dang alleges Smith incessantly groped her, exposed himself in the nude, and forcibly and repeatedly made sexual content with, contact without her consent. Like, really bad. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so she's, so obviously that couple wasn't shown at all. Right. And then there's another couple, and this is so funny. The girl's been like really out and about on TikTok. Uh-huh. Because she's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I gave, because you know, these people have to like either use excessive amounts of vacation time or quit their jobs or whatever to be able to do the experiment. And so it's like, if you do all this to go on the show, right? And spend Mm -hmm. all the time, go through the whole process, make it to the altar. Right. And then you're not showed, you don't get your 15 minutes of fame. I'd be pissed too. Oh, for sure. So, and this isn't a spoiler because it's not shown on the show. She ends up saying no at the altar. Um, 
But they, the producers told her, she said she got a call about a week or two before the show aired. Okay. And they said- I'm looking at their Instagram now. They said, hey, just to let you know, you're not going to be, your relationship isn't going to be featured on the season. <gasps> and uh, supposedly, I guess a bunch of stuff comes up in their conversations about like finances and uh, some other stuff. Okay. Uh, apparently it was really, it's all been very vague about what exactly happened. Although she just went on deep D um, and who was engaged to Shane, the Asian girl. Why can't I think of her I know. Name? Hold on. Um, what is her name? I'm seeing her face right now. I keep wanting to say Emily and that's no. not it. Um, mm, I don't remember. Okay. Well, they have a podcast now. Okay. So I guess she went on their podcast and she divulged some of what happened. It was like very jarring. So uh-huh. I want to listen to that. Yeah. But yeah, so supposedly that's, they did it to like save her embarrassment or something or whatever. Save her the pain of having to relive it. And I was like, well, damn, how fucking bad could it have been that they're telling her they don't want her to relive it by watching it. Right. But it's funny because in all the scenes, she's there. She's there in the group hangouts. She's there when they're buying their wedding dresses. Like, but then she's just not on the. But act. then she's never on. Wow. Like, the relationship is never actually featured on I'm gonna the show. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. I'm looking at their like feed right now just to kind of see people. Like I didn't even see who the contestants were, obviously. And so I'm like looking through, but. Oh. Do you want Do you want the spoiler that I was originally telling you about? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched this. We've already spoiled so much. No, this is just, this is the name of the show. Spoiler alert. Okay. So the very first um they drop like four episodes, the first drop, mm-hmm. I think. I was like, God, this is like so boring. Like what a slow crew. Um, and then the last episode, I told you there was a couple twists that had never been done before. So yes. one, so and it, it's kind of all involved in the same, with the same guy. So there's this guy named Uche. Okay. So Uche has a relationship with Aaliyah. Okay. And the pods. They're... They're connected. It's all good. Blah blah blah. They um, he asks her if she's cheated, um, and she's honest and she says, "Yeah, I have." And he freaks out and questions their whole relationship. Blah blah blah. Rather than looking at it like, "Wow, this person trusts me so much that they're willing to be vulnerable and be honest about things that they've done in their past that they know could upset me, right, or cast doubt in my mind." I just exploded on her and like made her feel like, and he was ruthless. I mean, he made her feel like shit. Of course. Um, And so whatever, they both leave the pods crying, upset, blah, blah, blah. This girl, Lydia, who also is in the pods is like, they're, you know, besties. She's like um, comforting Aaliyah and, you know, if if something like this is if this is how he's going to react to something like this you have to really think about that like if you did something to disappoint him in the future how would he make you feel about it like would he give you room for growth like whatever so they're like Lydia's great very comforting like giving building her up she knows it's Uche that Aaliyah's in the pods with whatever okay well then we find out Uche and Lydia used to date out like for a long yes they dated outside of the pods and they had fucked like three months before coming on the show before oh they knew each other in their personal lives they knew each other they dated in their personal lives they know they were both going on the show 
allegedly no. So then what as soon as they kind of outed on the show that you see like a flashback to them in the pods and they say, hey, hey, you know, and then go, uh, I know that voice. Is that Lydia and Uche? Whatever. Stop. Okay, so they play it off at first like it's that. I guess producers didn't know that there was this personal connection between them. They all discussed it and they said, hey, you know, for the integrity of the experiment, if you guys are interested in one another, you both have to leave. Like we can't. Well, yeah. Because you know each other. Exactly. So and both of them agreed no more dates with one another. They weren't weren't interested. They, you know, they had explored that in their personal lives. Mm -hmm. And the producer said, you can stay, but it has to remain a secret from everybody else. You can't let them know. Oh, no. So, and that's what they did. So they were really honest until the relationships got serious. And then it, then they kind of got the okay. Because I think maybe it was Uche said, hey, if I'm going to move forward with Aaliyah, like, it's time that I'd be honest with her and let her know that there's this other person, whatever. So he tells Aaliyah, and she is just shattered that, like, her friend in the pods who's comforted her and all this stuff has been keeping the secret from her. Right. And like, how, how did this happen? How How could you do this to me for two weeks? We've been best friends. But I think it's more just like, you knew his name. Like you, like, how did you just pretend that this person that you've slept with and been in a relationship with is here? Was it intentional? Are you trying to be with him? You know, all these questions come up. Well, so then Uche's story becomes Lydia's a stalker. Lydia's obsessed with me. Lydia um, found out that I was going to be on the show and got herself on the show so that she could be with me and all this stuff. Yeah. And Mm-mm. now and we Lydia swears up one side and down the other. That's not true. He swears it is. Um, it's come out that, well, I guess... Lydia was saying, like, you have to give the producers, I don't know if it's Lydia that said this, somebody said this, you have to give the producers a list during the, like, application process of every partner um, that you've had, like, every relationship. Like, Prob- forever? Probably within, like... A certain amount of years. A certain amount of years, or, like, in that city, Imagine or not knowing someone's name and going in there and being like, I'm, <laughs> you know, and they're like, wait, I, I met sat you on time. your face. <laughs> You're a little, yeah, oh, God. But so, like, and I guess they do that to cross-reference and make sure that nobody actually knows each other, but neither of them put the other person down on their list or else it wouldn't have been a surprise well, right. to producers that they right. knew each other. Unless this is just a producer thing and they did know all along or, like, one producer knew and said, I'm going to keep this my dirty little secret because they knew it would, like, fuck shit up and become right. drama. All that to say, so that whole thing came out. Aaliyah um, and Uche kind of like make up. They move, you know, say they're going to move forward, whatever. And engagement day comes. Uche is in the pods and Aaliyah no shows. And producers come over the little loudspeaker and go, Aaliyah's not coming. She's left the experiment and um, and she's gone. And he's like, she fucking left, like just left, like no, no goodbye. No, no, I can't get past this. Nothing like just left. She gone. She just left. 
And then she tries to like, in the real world, they show them having lunch together. I guess she like went on Instagram and she was like following all his accounts and then unfollowing and following and unfollowing and following and and then blocking. And so they meet for lunch and she's essentially like, I shouldn't have done that. I still want to try and work things. And he was like, yeah, no. (laughs) So with, okay, I'm trying to, so I was looking at their feed because I obviously don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. You said two people got married. So, um, or like, or one, one couple says yes. At the, they both say yes. Who's at the still altar. married now? Just one person? The one couple that oh, said yes. Oh, and then the other couple is the blonde girl and the bald man? Yes. So I was just reading some drama about that, doing my homework, it, you know, the day of, yeah. you know? Icky and test. Sticky. Oh, is that their names? Well, no, it's Izzy and Stacy. Oh, so he, we, we, she's we got a lot of money. Them, we call them he, Icky and Sticky. Okay, so she has money, he doesn't? Yes. Okay, wow. The, the internet is true. <laughs> Weird. Well, and that's literally why she says no to him is because he doesn't. That's what I was reading. People are ragging her hard he, in comments on, the, she on their was page. The fucking worst. She was the worst in the pods and she didn't get any better through the whole fucking wow. show. Yeah. People were ragging on like the love is blind uh, episode things. People were like, oh my gosh, she's terrible. And then people are like, I stand with so Stacy. Annoying. And they're like, like, it's a movement. Like, no, she's terrible. I stand with Stacy. No, Stacy's a twat. First of all, he was. He had multiple like serious relationships in the pods and he really liked her and he was like begging her to like talk about real stuff. Like, I guess so. And this makes sense in the pods, producers assign a topic each day. Oh. So they're not just going in and like willy nilly. I mean, they are. Well, we need one of their producers to give us a topic a- for that. Amen. <laughs> Who do we have to hire? <laughs> they're going to, but like, there's um like, the sex day. There's finance gotcha. day. There's that makes sense. That way it's uniform. Family day, and that way you can like hit these important things, right? Well, and and figure out your compatibility. It flows nicely between all the couples having similar conversations and how it plays out. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So like, yes, they're gonna play games and have other conversations, but there's right. like a there's an issue or a topic they have to address during their their one on ones in the pods, and um, I guess on finance day. I guess he had, he says like, he claims he talked finances with everybody. Stacy's like, no, you really didn't disclose anything to me. But he then out of the pods, like when they're back living in Houston, he says like, hey, I had an issue with credit cards. Like I had debt and it really affected my credit. He's saying his debt was like $3,500. Goodbye. Right. And so it's like, okay, like $3,500, you let $3,500 ruin your credit? No, sir. I don't buy it. Like, and no. he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't have any debt now, but like my credit's bad from that. I'm like, okay, well, you're obviously not being totally honest. Mm-mm. I think there were off camera conversations that happened where it was much bigger or worse than For sure. You don't ruin your credit for $3,000. Like, let's be real, dude. Come on. So anyway, so she tells, tells him two days prior, he just was on Nick Vile's podcast and told oh. Nick Vile this and said, she told me two days prior, she was going to say no. She still wanted to be with me, but she wasn't, she couldn't marry me right now. She said it's. It's too soon. We've got stuff we need to figure out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, anyways, so like, but she, he was like begging her in one of the scenes in the pods to like talk about real stuff. And she was like, ah, 
I just want to keep it light and fun. Like, I just want to be fun, you know? Relationships should be fun because one day we're going to be old and like... He's like, I had a lot of fun and now I have $3,500 worth of debt <laughs> that I can't pay because I had fun at the bar. <laughs> yeah, so she... Ay, ay, And so he broke up with her. Oh, essentially, he Or he was like, okay, well, I think he was like, I have a really strong connection with somebody else and... Like, they're not afraid to be vulnerable and talk about, like, real things right. that are going to impact our life. And so, anyways, long story short, obviously, they end up together. So, she comes back and is like, I'll be vulnerable with you, Izzy. But she was like, she would not. She refused to befriend any girls in the pod, in, in the, like, wow. house or whatever. Okay. Now, she wasn't outright rude, but she was very aloof and kept her distance. She would never disclose that it was Izzy that she, you know, she just, she kept it, played it very close to the chest. Wow. Um, close to the chest, close to the vest, close to the vest, yeah, tomato, tomato. No, wait, close to the chest, close to the chest. I don't know. It's fall close to the vest. Go yeah, ahead. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So she was just like, she sucked there. And then this other girl, Johnny was like the other person that he was most connected to. And he ended up breaking it off with Johnny and Stacy just like gloated about it the whole time and talked shit about Johnny, how like Johnny talked shit about her and this, that, and the other thing. It was just so fake and false. And like she was an insecure rich girl living on daddy's money, Mm -hmm. playing it up like, oh, she's big, bad businesswoman. She's an operations manager. She ran a Pilates studio where she was an instructor. Like, you're not some operations manager of some conglomerate. She's like, yeah, I own my own home, blah, blah, blah. I've worked really hard for this. Meanwhile, she's got some, like, dumpy, you know, Salvation Army couch in her living room. (sighs) Makes a point to show her, like, Christian Dior um, shoes on her wedding day to her her rich daddy who's wearing... She's a 30,000 era, yeah. like really doing the most. Yeah. But like dad's suit jacket was a $5,500 suit jacket. Right. Okay. We're, you're going to dump homeboy for $3,500 of paid right. off debt. Daddy could just sell his jacket and like pay it off. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, come or on. Or homeboy could have just moved in with you for two months and paid it off. Like there's options that you would be willing to help if you were a good person. It was, and like The only <sighs> redeeming thing for her was her family. Her family was actually lovely. Oh, and they? they? And they loved Izzy. She didn't get that gene? No. Skipped her. And she apparently, she just, you know, bought an orange blush and said, perfect, I'll use it everywhere. It was mm. her. It was her eyeshadow. It was her contour. Mm. It was her blush. She is sun kissed, banging body though. She wore a um, a revenge dress. I did at that s- reunion. Okay, so I saw that on their feed. Uh-huh. Um, I keep seeing, but y'all, I got these yeah, daggum gnats. And they're coming flying up in, in my eye. Yeah. Okay, so the third couple that said yes, but they never made it past Mexico. Mm-hmm. One, he's definitely a homosexual. Who? What's his name? JP. JP. Okay. Um, just, there's no way they broke up essentially because he said she wore too much makeup. Oh, okay. <laughs> like well, it natural was beauty, baby. The most awkward silence the whole time she was begging him to talk. Like it was so uncomfortable. They would just oh. sit there and look at each other and look at each other. And then she'd be like, well, this is awkward. Like it was horrible and so one day she's like she's just had it and she's sitting in bed and she doesn't have makeup on you know and he's like giving her shit he was saying that the his feelings changed about her because of how she looks 
And she talks in the beginning about how she used to be overweight and she's like insecure and blah, blah. So he says that and you're immediately like, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Like, and, um, and then he's like, it's just everything about you is fake. The, he's like the hair and the lashes <laughs> and the makeup. He was like, you know, when, uh, when we first met each other, he was like, I had makeup all over my coat. Shut up. Oh my God. When you hugged me, but your makeup, not the bronzer on your collar, JP. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. And she was like, are you kidding me? So when I tell you she came out on this reunion, slayed to the good. motherfucking gods. Yeah, good. Good for her. She, bronze, that golden so goddess. Wild. She looked absolutely incredible. And her um, Instagram handle was like caked up and ready for this or something like that. Oh, I love it. It was so good. Oh, that's so good. Oh. Yeah, it's... All right, I got to watch it tonight, even listen, though I don't care if it's... spoiled the shit out it of everything. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I'll still watch it, because obviously, even though you know what's going to happen, you still want to watch it. It's like wa- reading a book and then watching the movie. It doesn't well, matter. It's just a train wreck. I mean, it's... Oh, I'm here for it. I'm oh, yeah. watch. But I'm like, of all seasons, for there to end up only being two couples, essentially, that really get airtime... Yeah. And it's Milton and Lydia, and Izzy and Stacy. <sighs> Izzy and Stacy should never have gotten that much airtime. And honestly, neither should Lydia and Milton. Ew. It just sounds like someone's family reunion. I don't know. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. That's good. Um, all right. Well, that was um a lot about TV. We, I know we don't normally recap TV. Well, you know what? We don't normally do that, but we also don't normally I just really got do anything that. right. <laughs> True. Okay, well, since we didn't do our spotlight moment earlier, we'll end the show yeah. with the spotlight moment. How about that? All right. Um, So she says, so my husband and I have been married for just under a year and I love him very much. He has an eight-year-old daughter from his previous marriage who I love as my own. He's always been respectful and patient, which is part of why I decided to marry him. We met right before the pandemic when we had been, when he had been recently widowed the year before. So we tried to take things slow. We ended up quarantining together and after three years decided to tie the knot. The wedding ceremony was everything a girl could dream of. And we've honestly had very few issues in our first year as a couple. It wasn't until we went to pick up his daughter from her summer camp that I started seeing an issue. I went to meet up with him at the front desk. I found him chatting with the camp coordinator, which is all well and good until I overheard what he was saying. He mentioned that, quote, my wife made me this jacket, actually. She was really good at all that sewing stuff. He was referring to his ex-wife, not me. It bugged me a little, but I brushed it off as a one-time thing, an accident. We don't talk about her much unless we're around his daughter, and even then, he usually refers to her as his daughter's mom. I never heard him call I never heard him call her his wife, especially now that we are married. It wasn't until a week or two later that I learned he does this a lot. We were at a get together with some friends from work, my first time meeting them. It was all good until one of them asked me questions about baseball. I admitted I didn't know much about the sport, and he said that was weird because my husband had mentioned I was really good at the game and even played some in college, which left me confused. After talking to some more guys, I found out this was a common issue. A lot of them thought his ex-wife and I were the same person because he calls us both his wife. At this point, I got really offended. We had been married for 10 months, and he didn't even call her his ex-wife yet. I was... It was... Is it his ex-wife, though? (laughs) Well, I was super awkward and explaining to people that he still called her his ex-wife. 
And that that was humiliating, especially with the amount that he does it, not just one or two people, but his whole office. When we got home, we fought. He said he didn't even think about it that way, that since he never divorced her, he never stopped thinking about her as his wife. And he stands by the fact that she is his wife, despite how embarrassing it is to explain to people that I'm not his second wife, but rather his new wife and that she is his ex. I told him that if he wasn't ready to move on, then he shouldn't have married me. If he can't commit to being my husband, then he shouldn't get to call me his wife. I spent the next night at my sister's house ignoring his calls. We recently started to smooth things over by not talking about them. That's not smoothing them over. Literally not. But I can tell that this is going to be a sore spot in our marriage that I'm desperately trying to save. Okay, first of all, somebody needs to go ahead and let him know you don't get like just multiple wives. Like that's not a thing unless you're in like what, Utah or something. Don't they have like a bunch of wives out there? Sister wives? Yeah. Isn't that like Utah? I mean, I, it's such a sensitive thing, but it is weird. I also don't think it's appropriate to refer to her as his ex-wife. So I feel like he should refer to her as his late wife, right? Like my- Did the lady die? Yeah. He was widowed. Yeah, so- That's his late wife. It's not his ex-wife. No, I agree. And so, yes, it, yeah, I think if you're going to do it, say my late wife or my first wife, I think first wife or late wife, but. Yeah, I understand like her feelings and like being sensitive about this because like, you know, it's still such a new relationship and obviously like that's a really hard thing to navigate emotionally for yourself, but also for your partner. So I understand the sensitivity around it, but at sorry, this- I missed the the beginning when you said that she died. I was thinking he divorced her, no, or he didn't want to be divorced, and that that's why he was saying that. Yeah. So the beginning, she says that right before he had been widowed a year before they met. Yes. Um, no, but I still stand with the like say my late wife, say my first wife. It doesn't mean you have any bad blood. Like I know people in that situation that got remarried even like yeah, in their younger years and it's like they can still you can still have a place in your heart for that first person, but you also have to think about the person here on earth listening to you and how that's how that would make them feel. Cause you would feel less than I think some people get a little insecure anyway. Yeah. Because it wasn't a choice that it ended. So I think as a human, you'd always wonder like, gosh, you know, would he still rather have that person over me? I think that'd be normal. So hearing someone say like my wife and talk about her that way would probably, you know, fuel that like insecurity. Yes. But they they can't just say, oh, we smoothed it over. We're not talking about it. Like, no, that's called sweeping it under the rug and it's going to explode at Christmas. Yeah. No, (laughs) you need to talk about it. And I think you just have to be honest that like it's you, you want to be respectful of his yeah his relationship and honor the loss but it does make you uncomfortable yeah because then it's something that you have to explain to people when they're confused about details of his life yeah and just say I think that the best resolve would be to refer to her as your first wife or your late wife. And, and even that with the first wife, it- my first wife that passed or, you know, whatever, just so there's clarity around these relationships. So that way people aren't like, wait, what? Right. So then you're just, cause you just need that you, you to be your own defined person separate from her. That's right. Yeah. But 
I don't think you're the asshole necessarily for feeling the way you feel, but you are going to be the asshole if you just brush it under the rug and don't ever explain yourself to him. Yeah. And then it's going to build up and she is going to just explode one day. And then she is going to look like an asshole for being like, your wife's not even here. She's dead. Like that's what's going to happen. And yeah, you're going to say something that you're going to regret or you're just going to allow it to fester and there will be no coming back for the marriage and it will end. And then he'll have to look for wife number three. And honestly, a year like, I mean, I don't know. I've never had to be a widow, obviously, but if he wasn't ready to to go ahead and acknowledge the fact that, hey, this is my late wife, then maybe he jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. He might not even think about it. That's true. That's true. He did say he doesn't see it that way. But yeah, we um a good friend of ours lost his wife in 9-11. Mm-hmm. So she was, pre- she was pregnant and she worked in, I think, the first tower. Oh. And, um he's remarried now and it's very like as an outsider watching the relationship, like it is really hard. Like I can't imagine being in that dynamic because no. again, like these men didn't choose to lose their wives. Like this, this happened. That's hard their wives on were both. taken from them. Well, that's the thing. I think that's, about, that's hard on both sides because yeah. I mean, can you imagine like, you know how bad it is when you have a relationship, someone ends with you and you like still want that, but that feeling. So imagine had it been that both of you still wanted to be in it and you had a good marriage or whatever. Yeah. I can't imagine what that would be like to just no. not be able to have that. And yeah, I mean, I know I can name two people or think of two people that on like their ex, oh, it's not an ex-husband, their first husband's mm-hmm. birthdays or the anniversary of it, they write these really sweet sentimental posts. And one of them, I've asked her flat out before, like, does that bother? And they have a couple kids, like the new husband, they have a couple kids and everything. I'm like, does that ever bother him? Like, does he ever say anything? And I'm not going to like go into that, but like sometimes yes, sometimes no. And it's yeah. that I can't imagine that is really, like you said, looking yeah. in it's, it's hard. Cause how do you want to read someone loving somebody else that's not here? You know, it's like a mind just. Yeah. So like every year on 9-11, like he, he goes down to the monument and you know, they, they do, they go to the reading of all the names and like, they just get drunk. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? And her especially. But it's like, you know, and you can just tell. That's how she just has to like cope. Now they've been married for many, many years now, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just hard, you know, you no, I can't imagine just kind of have and that's to, a tragedy you just kind in of itself. have to swallow Ugh. your feelings about it as yeah. the new spouse and let them feel what they're going to feel like in those moments. But right. in terms of like her issue, I think you just got to talk about it and say, Hey, like, I don't want you to stop talking about her, assuming that's how you feel, which is how mm-hmm. you should feel. Or you are the asshole. If I'm being honest, like he's allowed to talk about her, but he has to do it in a way that's respectful to you. Yeah. Too. So. Mm. Rough. There you have it. There you have it, folks. Um, we have an exciting episode that we're recording on Sunday for spooky season. Oh, did I show you what I'm doing for my um makeup? For Sunday? No, not for oh, Sunday. Oh, I was like, we're dressing up. Sorry, no, no, no. For Halloween. God, I was like, oh my lord. No, because as um many of you know, one of my greatest joys in life is terrifying children. Like, I really get sick pleasure out of Halloween when I get to scare kids. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you are not allowed to show that to my kid. Like, literally. Fisher has been having I nightmares. I with my makeup on? No. Seriously. Um, because he's been having really crazy. He slept with me last night. He would not go in his room. Again? Refused. Yep. And mm-mm, he, it's, y'all, ugh. 
I cannot. I, I'm actually, actually glad. Think I'm going to do that one. Ew. With the oh round mouth. God. I'm actually glad that all these stores have Christmas stuff out now because I'm like, thank God. Past all the, like, the this, Halloween. Oh, God. Yeah. I also think I'm going to do like I just ordered like fake skin and blood. I'm going to do like a slit throat. Nice. Yeah. That'll be cool. Do not show Fisher. But you can show me. I won't have nightmares. No, that'll be cool. But um, yeah, I can't believe it's about to be Halloween. <laughs> what? And then Thanksgiving yeah. and then Christmas. And then the year is kaput. Over with. Bam. And then my least favorite season of all. Spring. What? January? <laughs> spring. Hate spring. Oh. It's gross. Really? Why? Because spring is very similar to fall. No, it's totally different. It's so depressing. It's just a segue into summer. Mm. At least yeah. summer I get to like do stuff. Like summery stuff. Spring, yeah. not really. I don't know why I hate spring so much, honestly. What you got against spring? <laughs> Dang. What spring ever do to you? What did it not it do goes for you? Fall, winter, summer, and spring for me. Spring is the pits. Mm, I feel that way about winter. Uh, outside of like Christmas and Thanksgiving, those two events, then I'm good. Because then you're driving on the road, and North Carolina is so green most of the year. So you get these crusty ass, dead brown trees, brown grass, <laughs> all the. It, I hate it. I just licked my microphone. That was really gross. Um, but yeah, winter can kick rocks. But whatever. Anyways. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous. Available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO.